This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing as of August 9th. CVS Health is looking to trim hundreds of millions of dollars from its cost structure while also standing up 50 to 60 more Oak Street Health Clinics in 2024. President and CEO Karen Lynch spoke about the company's cost-saving goals and capital projects in an August 2nd earnings call. The company posted 10.3% higher revenues in, in the second quarter and exceeded investor expectations, but still saw net income drop 37% year over year. That decline is due to company-wide restructuring and acquisition-related expenses, among other drivers. One of those acquisitions carrying the expenses is that of Chicago-based Oak Street Health, which CVS closed on in May for $10.6 billion. That acquisition added more than 170 medical centers and 21 states to the CVS network. Both counts are set to tick higher. Ms. Lynch said, quote, that by the end of 2023, we expect to have Oak Street clinics in 25 states, up from 21 at the close of the transaction. We will also open new Oak Street clinics co-located with CVS pharmacies this year and have already identified additional locations for 2024. We now expect to build 50 to 60 clinics next year, end quote. Ms. Lynch also detailed efforts to route Medicare-eligible CVS customers and Aetna Medicare members to Oak Street clinics and providers. The company is identifying Aetna Medicare members without a primary care physician and connecting them to the nearest Oak Street provider to re-engage their care. CVS has also rolled out in-store and digital initiatives to connect the approximately 1 million Medicare-eligible seniors who visit CVS pharmacies each year near an Oak Street clinic. Oak Street ended Q2 with 177 centers and 181,000 at-risk lives, marking increases of 23% and 35% respectively over the same period last year. Well, a study of Blue Cross Blue Shield claims data from five states found price increases were a bigger contributor to rising emergency room costs than upcoding. That study was published August 7th in Health Affairs and examined BCBS claims data from 2012 to 2019 in the affiliates in Colorado, Massachusetts, Texas, North Carolina, and Ohio. According to that study, rising prices contributed to at least 50% of spending growth in four of the five states studied. Upcoding, which in the study was identified as submitting diagnosis codes to payers to make patients appear sicker than they are to receive higher reimbursements, it contributed to rising emergency room prices as well. Upcoding ranged from comprising 7.9% of spending increases in Ohio to 48.9% of spending increases in Massachusetts. Well, insurers have proposed average ACA exchange premium increases of 6% for 2024. That's according to a new report from Peterson KFF's Health System Tracker. That report was published August 4th and compared proposed premiums from 320 insurers in all 50 states. Most proposed increases ranged from 2 to 10%. Of 320 insurers, 41 proposed premium decreases and 76 requested increases greater than 10%. The report reviewed a subset of 58 filings that provide detailed information on the reasons for premium increases. Many payers cited inflation as a greater factor for increase than growing medical utilization. Most insurers reported medical cost increases between 7 and 9% in 2023. A few payers also cited growing use of expensive GLP-1 drugs for weight loss and diabetes treatment as a factor contributing to rising costs. According to the report, some payers expect an influx of ACA enrollees from Medicaid unwinding to increase costs as well, while most said the effect of growing enrollment on premiums would be neutral.
Well, Brookings, South Dakota Health System will no longer be in network with any Medicare Advantage plans in 2024. That system, which operates a 49-bed hospital, a skilled nursing facility, and three clinics, is informing Medicare-eligible people in the area and local brokers it is splitting with MA plans. The Director of Marketing and Public Relations at this health system told the local newspaper that the decision was made to protect the financial sustainability of the organization. She said, quote, We've been city-owned for almost 88 years now when we have to look out for the fiscal responsibility of Brookings Health System to remain a going concern for this community. Because we are a community hospital and health system, that's what it really comes down to. And finally, Elevance Health Executive Vice President and CFO John Galena is retiring from his role and will be replaced by Mark Kay. Mark Kay has served as CEO at Moody's Corporation since 2018 and will serve as CFO designate from September 6th to November 1st, where he will then take over the full role. Mr. Galena will remain with Elevance and serve as a special advisor to CEO Gail Boudreau. He has been with Elevance and started at Anthem uh, for nearly 30 years and served in multiple roles before becoming CFO in 2016. He has also served as Chief Accounting Officer, Chief Risk Officer, and SVP of Internal Audit and Continuous Improvement. If you'd like the latest healthcare and insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.